G'day, this is David Jones, and I'm the founder and CEO of Street Talk, and you're listening to the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast. Straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. The App Guy Podcast. So it's another episode of the App Guy podcast. I am your host. It's Paul Kemp. And uh, no matter where the entrepreneurs sit in the world, wherever they're based, I go and find them and I uh, interview them for your benefit. So if you're an indie app developer, if you're working full time and you just want some inspiration uh, about this uh, entrepreneurial lifestyle that so many startup founders uh, lead, then this is the podcast for you. And I have a great guest lined up. It's a real pleasure for me. We've had a pre-chat. I'm really looking forward to uh, getting into his story. Uh, His name is Ran Melimid and he is currently in Israel uh, near Tel Aviv and he is the co-founder of Tingsme, tings.me. Now, if you just go and check it out, pause the podcast, go and check out this website, beautiful website. And it's actually only really promoting the app. So it's T-I-N-G-Z dot me, Tingsme. Uh, Ran, it's beautiful that you could join us uh, on the App Guy podcast. Hi, Paul. It's really a pleasure to be here. Uh, I, I love the podcast and I'd like to thank you very much for this opportunity. Well, the opportunity is all ours to, to probe into your uh, journey and the fact that, you know, it would be nice to spend a minute or two just talking through uh, what Tings Me is and yeah. then we can go, go into more of your journey as we, we go, go on in the interview. Sure. Um, Things.me is a predictive uh, app discovery platform that helps the user to maximize their experience from their mobile devices. And by mobile, we also mean uh, wearables, tablets, uh, obviously the cell phones. Um, As there are so many apps out there, I mean, we're talking about on Google Play, almost 1.5 million apps. It's it's really impossible to to weed the, the best from the rest and find those most cool apps that you, you'd like to you'd love to use and would be happy to use them daily in your specific uh, context. And our purpose is to, to bring you those apps at the right time and right place exactly when you most need them and to help you discover those apps that you would have never thought existed and probably would have never found, uh, uh, I don't know, unless you were looking all day long or, or even writing your own discovery tools. Well, Ran, it uh, just first of all goes to say uh, in a previous show, I did actually interview with uh, actually quite a few entrepreneurs from Israel and it endorses the amount of uh, inspiration and innovation coming out from your country. It's that I, I love the app already. I love the fact that it's a predictive app discovery tool and we know that there have been in the past attempts at this, but really, you know, like Chomp, that I think was mm-hmm. bought by Apple. Yeah. And uh, they, they haven't really been that beneficial. So perhaps we can go through how how your app is, is different from like the likes of Chomp and some of these other uh, app discovery tools. I, I noticed that it's, so primarily it's uh, on uh, Google Play. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, it's currently only on Google Play because... Um, to the best of our knowledge and understanding of the market, 
unfortunately, uh, Apple does not allow currently uh, for other apps to do cross-referencing, meaning that another app can recommend uh, another app. So uh, if you can, if you know, if you noticed uh, the app walls before, which were mostly recommendations for new games, because you know, gaming is is one of the leading monetization tools uh, or channels on 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 apps, generally speaking. So Apple recently stopped that, um, and they actually, if I understand right, their intentions and and, and, and their publication, they're talking about improving uh, these features on iOS 8. Uh, I mean, they have tried it before with uh, Near Me and uh, App Genius, but in our view, it wasn't too successful. And currently, the way we see it, uh, we are not sure that Apple would allow an app like ours to run. I mean, they have stopped uh, Apps Fire and others that have tried to do things that were similar. So currently we're, we're focusing on, on Google Play, on, on Google Apps. Uh, and you know, and maybe some days if things change, uh, obviously would like to go into that market because you know, iOS users are many of them and a uh, great channel to, to expand and, uh, and assist more users. Yeah, I think I agree with you. We actually have uh, a big fan of the show who is uh, currently back and forth with Apple about his particular app. And they don't like the fact that it um, scrapes or they believe that it scrapes data from other apps to bring into the app. And uh, yeah, he's had a lot of uh, back and forth with the Apple review process. And so, yeah, they are really uh, challenging, aren't they, to try and uh, I think it's because probably with Apple, I mean, all the power is in the recommendations of the apps. And so if they if they encourage everybody to go to the uh, most featured or the iTunes charts and it makes that more powerful and takes the power uh, you know, away from the app developers uh, who are creating these app discoveries. Yeah, exactly. This is exactly the way we see it. So, you know, currently focusing our efforts, which is, you know, two people working on a new company trying to, uh, I see it, it's like a way... Uh, us two against the world, so we're trying to go in the easier path, which we believe is is at, at least as profitable profitable as you know, almost ninety percent, if not more, of of world mobile devices uh, are, are on the are on the Android. So you know, in in terms of size of market, certainly there's no limit to running only on Android. But obviously, our goal is somehow to try and and have an app on, on, on Apple as well. But, you know, currently with our limited resources, this is the, the strategic decision that we, that we took. Yeah, well, and I think that's beneficial to a lot of listeners now because the, the apps to try are writing apps and, you know, often we do get pulled in lots of different directions and, you know, they are two very different uh, code bases and uh, take different skill sets to develop the apps. Yeah. And so it, seems to make sense to focus on one uh, and then have the demand uh, for the other one so that when you do launch the you know and get get on to say apple the, the, mm-hmm. the, already there's a big built-up demand there for your app yeah sure uh, sure maybe, maybe apple will come knocking on your door one day saying <laughs> hey you know you've got such a big google play app we we want a piece of that action i i i'd really love that you know <laughs> I well, really, I mean, I don't know. Do you know how much Chomp was bought for? I think it was a pretty high figure. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, and as, But as you said, that 
it does not seem that it it yielded up or or you know it's like it was bought which was great for the founders and investor etc but like you said i don't know what really came out of it in terms of you know uh real success or outcome both for apple and for for ios users so yeah it just feels like another one of those purchases that was talent for the talent to almost yeah. to stop to stop the app becoming too successful and then they they just stop investing in it so uh, i did actually used to have it on my phone i've just searched for it and i can't find it so uh, <laughs> um and uh, well let's talk about your journey because it, it's really yeah. interesting and uh, how did you come up with this idea and decide on this particular route well, uh, we, we decided, I, I've known Noam for, for quite a lot of time. Um, uh, Noam is the, the other co-founder. Um, and, and we both really like apps and we really like using and engaging with our, with our mobile phones. And uh, we, we talked about, I mean, I remember the Noam told, told me about, I don't know, almost a year ago that he was in the supermarket and he remembered that several months before that, he read about an app that compares prices in the supermarket. And the thought that came to his mind was that he remembered, first of all, he really likes apps. He was surprised that he never heard about this app before. When he heard about it, he immediately installed it. But then it took him about five or six times to visit the supermarket and remember that he had installed this app. So we talked about it and said, hey, how come there's no no tool that first of all lets you know that there is such an app when you're in that specific context and when it does i mean he knew about this app when he was reading you know a, a blog or or an article so it was not in the right context i mean it was during his his, his work his day his daytime uh it was in work and you no know, reading about this app so he installed it and instead of knowing about it during the specific action the specific context, I mean, it's it's not it's not as useful or as efficient as can be. So we we start to di uh, digest it and think about it quite a lot, and came up with the idea of recommending an app at at the exact time and place that you're supposed to use it. And, and, and this is genius, the, absolutely genius. And yeah. I, I I love the idea. And what I want the apps to try to take away from this is. The fact that you've you can think about your business idea anytime, any place, anywhere. It can just come to you, just because you're constantly thinking about ways to improve the world. And uh, and actually, I'm thinking about one of my earlier episodes, Ran, where we uh, interviewed uh, the author of um, a very good book, and um, uh, just his name's escaping me right now. But he he talked about the. Uh, the fact that we take what's like a good idea in one particular industry or one niche, and then we apply it to our own field. Like for so, for example, you took supermarkets, what an app for that, and then you applied it to another uh, niche, and mm -hmm. it became a very good idea. And I just think that's that's obviously a great lesson for us. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the funny thing is that after we try to think about it, and you know tried to, to build it, there was another case which was like, you know, we, we really, we really, I mean, we, we believed or thought, you know, that, that we had, the, that we have, that we hit the jackpot. Meaning, I mean, a few, few months after that, a good friend of mine went to China with his wife 
for a trip of a month. When he came back, he told me that one of his biggest problems that they both, only the two of them traveled almost in, you know, entire China, as much as you can see in one month. And he told me that the biggest problem that he had was that he could not read the menus. You know, in all these small villages and towns, the, the menus are, to, are only in, in, in Mandarin and he could not understand the words. So he had to, you know, try to, with, with broken English to understand from the local people what is the dish that he is ordering. It, and and there's an app him, for that, isn't it? Yeah, and I told him, hey, there's an app for that. Why didn't you download it? He said, if I had only known about it a month ago, I mean, my trip was so much easier. So one of the features that we're offering, for instance, when you go to China, you download the app that can translate. You're, you're photographing the menu, and it just tells you in English what is the dish. So, you know, it's, it's, it's the smallest thing, but it can make such a difference when you're going for a month, a month trip to a different country. And that is absolutely brilliant. So what, what you've done is you've made use of the GPS and location and you'll uh, actually recommend uh, some of the most popular apps for, for when your users are uh, abroad. For instance, this is only one context, but you know, uh, it can be finding restaurants or movie tickets or sport, sport events or, or, or local attractions. It could be everything. And it might be something, for instance, I can, I can, if, if someone is visiting, is visiting London, I can offer him uh, an app for the tube. So an immediate reaction might be, well, you know, it's not such a great, it's not such a brilliant idea. I mean, I, I would have thought about it as well, but try searching for an app of the tube. You will get a thousand of them at least. And most of them may not be so convenient for you or may not be so convenient for anybody else. We will provide you the, the best one and we will try to figure out which one is mostly used by, by Londoners that are using this app daily or, you know, on a weekly basis and or which one is used by most tourists visiting London. And this is something that by yourself, it would be almost impossible to locate that specific application. Well, this is fantastic. I mean, what a an absolutely terrific idea. I'm so thankful that we've got you and you're sharing mm. uh, this because I just, I love the idea. I think in, in a way, uh, we've almost lost the ability to Google this stuff because I just remember um, an interview with the founder of Airbnb and, and he, some, he said something very profound in one of the interviews I listened to. He said that, we are now living in a time where we want apps, we want people to curate curate our lives. So we want your app, for example, to tell us what we need, to tell us mm. when we need it. And, to, and, and, you know, that's coming from a very successful app like Airbnb. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, you're actually living proof that that's exactly what we need. We need you to just tell us what we need, you know, rather than, search all the engines and uh, just get completely lost within Google Play. I definitely agree. I mean, our, our goal is, is for people to wait for us to notify them about apps, meaning that assuming that our engine, I mean, it's still, you know, on preliminary stages and we have a limited user base. Uh, but I mean, our, our vision is for people to to wait for things.me 
to tell them what apps are, are best to use right now uh, because hopefully we would be able to, to provide such good recommendations that you know it would be some sort of a surprise you know like in, in, in the old times yeah when you were getting a letter and you were so excited because you were waiting for it or you didn't know who it, who it was from so now the, the, the letter would be cool new app that can really help you and really can make your life a tiny bit better and easier that's that's wonderful and so th- let's talk about I mean I can imagine like I'm sitting here and if I was an investor I'm not but if I was an angel investor I'd be throwing money at you and like, <laughs> investing in you so uh, I'm assuming that you're, you're you're quite adequately funded and are you working in some kind of accelerator program there uh, we're working on a Actually, uh, we're not funded yet. Uh, we're seeking our seed investment, uh, and we'll be happy to discuss any opportunity if uh, if something comes up. Uh, right. We're currently located in uh, in Ranana, which is also, you know, uh, in in London terms, another suburb of Tel Aviv, uh, at, at a hub that is sponsored by the is sponsored by City Hall, that is expected to to attract young startups like us. Uh, and you know, provides the, the the basic conditions on a really, really, really cheap uh, cheap price, which is you know uh, anybody can afford. And you're getting there everything you need. You know, it, it it's really modest and and nice. And and for us, it's perfect. You know, you have a great environment with 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 great new other startups, great guys. You know, really, really, really good uh, atmosphere of of creativity and. Uh, mutual assistance you know everybody's helping everybody and it, it's really it's really a great place to come to every day yeah so uh, i just wanted to remind the apps to tribe listening to this if you are an investor or if you know an investor it sounds to me like uh, there's an opportunity to invest mm-hmm. uh, in an early startup here and uh, how how are you going about i mean this is interesting because you are now in a position that many of the people listening possibly would like to be in which is you've got a great idea you've got a a great website you've got the app it's uh, you, you've got users uh, how wh- wh- where do you f- spend your time on and energy on next it, you know is it is it the funding uh, or is it the continuous development of the product perhaps you can give us an insight into what, what your sure, thinking is there sure, as sure. an entrepreneur definitely uh, well, uh, the division of responsibility is really clear in our case. Uh, Noam is a super, uh, super developer, highly experienced. I mean, uh, around 17 years of uh, mobile development for you know for several uh, mobile operators, both in Israel and abroad, and also was in charge really on on more specific server side mobile development in in other in other startups that that were acquired. You know, for for instance. Amobi, which was acquired by Singtel several years ago, and another startup we worked in was acquired by, by Real Networks. Um, and I'm focused on the business side or, or the non-software development side, which is everything, which is you no know, sales and marketing and, and investor relations and business development and everything, you know, from, from scheduling meetings with, with, the, with our uh, legal counsels and, and accountants and everything. And you know, up to uh, trying to approach uh, uh, mo- a- a- any mobile device manufacturers like LG and Samsung, and trying to to meet them. 
in order to, to create uh, strategic partnerships. So, so it, it's really, really varied and, 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 you know, really, really interesting and exciting. You know, every day is, is a whole new day, is a whole new thing. Yeah, I think we're going to, we'd love to get into that. I and mean, just to almost take a step back and uh, I'm reminding the, the, the audience, the Appster tribe, that, you know, at the end of the day, we have spoken about the importance of a co-founder and having a division of responsibility and having a good partnership where you have different skill sets is incredibly important. And so anyone listening to this who are who's working on their own, doing their own thing, you know, it's almost like uh, important to maybe consider uh, attracting a co-founder who can just bring so much more to the table. Uh, I definitely agree. I think, you know, working alone is is really, really hard. But most of it, you, you always need someone to balance you. And to criticize, for instance, you might think you have a great idea and you need someone to tell you, yes, it's a great idea. Someone you trust and you know and you can really work together well, uh, really work together well with, with him. Uh, or they can tell you, listen, it's not going to work. And I'm not telling you because I want to, I want to run you down, but I really think it's not going to work. And you know, it's all the time. We, we, we run ideas, we, we develop them, we discuss them and... At the end of the day, we agree on everything. I mean, either I'm convinced by Noam or I convince him. But everything, you know, has to be by mutual consent. And it's, I think it's really, it's really easy to get lost if you're working, if you're working uh, alone. So let's talk about something that's very uh, topical for uh, many of us. And, and it's what statistics are important to you? Where do you spend your focus? Is it more important for you to sp focus on user acquisition, getting people to install your app? Or are you focusing on actually trying to uh, increase your user retention, getting people to come back and use your app time and time again? Sure. Currently, we're focused on retention and providing th the best recommendations possible. I mean, uh, user acquisition is, is really tricky because you, you, you can approach, you know, ad networks and all these Ad, ad tech companies and I've spoke with many of them and I know many of them and they can tell you I can get you half a million users in a week if you can if you provide the, the, the right amount I can get them to you but you know these are not the best users that you want at first I mean at first you really have to make sure that the app is doing what what you wanted it to do and that as many users as as you can reach uh, like it and not like it because you know it, it was incentivized and they got you know the, the, a new cool sword on their night game uh, or, or a new motorcycle on their racing game but because they really found it useful and in my opinion I mean at least in early stages the most important thing is definitely retention and getting people to to love your app and if you got that, and you, then you know, I mean, this is the best debugging possible, knowing that you have an app that, you know, a thousand or two thousand people like and use, preferably, preferably you know, on, on, on the most frequent base, uh, basis possible. But, it, I mean, it's not going to be Facebook that you're using, I don't know, half an hour, an hour a day, but something that they, first of all, do not remove from, the, from their devices, and really enjoy coming back to you at least once 
in several days. Yeah, this is an important lesson, to, I think, to all of us, because we have been a little bit sidetracked over the years of, of, because of the, the the numbers that are thrown around with the number of uh, users uh, installing an app and then the app gets sold to Yahoo or to Google mm. or to any of the big players. And so then we think it's all about, you know, user installs. And more and more of the founders like yourself that we're speaking to are saying that it's retention. It's getting the app into a, a point where it's going to have some longevity. It's going to be around for a long time and people are going to love using it because then they promote it. They're the promoters sneezing out your viral idea in your app and uh, get, getting it mentioned through word of mouth. And I totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, so I mean, I guess what what I'm also learning is that yes, you can go and get half a million downloads, and that's a good ego, you know, to say I've got an app that's got half a million users. Yeah. Um, but the following week, they've all gone off to get another sword and some more benefit from another app, and uh, you've you've been left behind. So <laughs> yeah, definitely, it could be even worse. It could be half a million downloads, which you know, ninety percent of them removed uh, the app a day after. So you, you, you pay for half a million downloads, which is not that cheap, but uh, accessible. But then you remain with, you know, 50,000. So all your statistics, all your ideas cannot be really tested because you've got the wrong uh, user base. So, you know, as you say, it's nice for your ego, but it's not going to get you anywhere. So in the final sort of five minutes of the show, Ran, what we like to do on this show is, uh, first of all, you said that yourself and especially your uh, co-founder, uh, you're big app users. So we'd love to know one or two apps that you currently use and are, are in love with that is not uh, your own app, but uh, you think we may not have come across and would be just, you know, we, uh, it'd be great to find out. So what what one or two app could, apps could you recommend to the, sure, sure, sure. To the apps I, I, to try? I really like Greenify. Um, it's not, I don't know, it's not, I think it's, it's around a million or half a million downloads. Uh, it's an app that allows Android users get a better control of uh, the processes running in the background, meaning that if you have apps that really uh, drain your battery and, and, and can be, you know, and, and, and they, can, they can be put into sleep or hibernated, uh, and you cannot do it otherwise unless you use this application. Uh, this really helps me save battery life, you know, substantially. I really like using it. Um, I personally, I really like podcasts. Uh, so I'm using uh, Podcast Antenna, I think it's called, uh, which is also, it helps me find, you know, great, great shows uh, from around the world, great, great music. I, I really like jazz. So it, it, it's really nice. Um, you know, this is, I would say, the most, you know, exotic apps that I'm using. Other than that, you know, I really like Evernote, which, but I, I guess I'm not... Uh, well, I'm, not I'm, glad, I'm, glad, yeah, no, I'm glad you mentioned that because I did interview uh, the author of Traction and uh, he has a transcript with the found co-founder of uh, Evernote. And really? he did offer that anyone uh, emailing him could get the transcript of that chat. And he said it's just absolutely amazing that, you know, the, 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 uh, 
uh, full of uh, extremely insightful uh, guidance. So I just wanted to remind the Absa tribe and you actually, Ran, if you wanted to go and get that, just email sure. Justin. Uh, and it's uh, Justin Mares. If you go to the appguy.co and have a search for his episode, it's uh, just mentioned I'll, I'll there. Uh, but yeah, pod, was it podcast antenna? Did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. Uh, just. I'm mean, hoping that I'm on there. <laughs> I, I think you are. I think you are. I mean, I have all these Israeli podcasts over there, uh, which for me is great because some I really love so much of them. And but it really helps me. You know, I think this is one of the most. I mean, it, it's stating the obvious, but one of the most amazing things on, on the internet that you can find. You know, so many great things from places in the world you would never think of and uh you know it's absolutely great yeah well uh, i mean i i have switched off from mainstream media and the big uh, media companies because it's full of propaganda and uh, just negative news and it's all very you know sort of depressing and when you listen to podcasts, it's another world. It's exactly what you want to hear. It's for, for inspirational stories uh, like the one we're having right now. So, uh, yeah, I'm a, obviously a big podcast fan and it's one of the reason I do my podcast. Uh, and uh, the other thing we like to... So, so I'm going to add those two apps. They'll be on your show notes. Uh, anyone wants that, just go and search for episode 146 with uh, yourself, Ran Melimid, and uh, you can find that. Uh, there'll be links to those apps uh, on, and I may actually add those to my report because they sound really good, Ran. Uh, uh, I would like to, to the, the name of the app is Podcast Addict. Sorry. Sorry, Podcast, Podcast Addict. Podcast Addict, okay. I apologize. That's okay. Um, uh, Podcast Antenna sounds like a very good app name if anyone wants that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there is something like that, but uh, I really like Podcast Addict. So, so, sorry. Sorry if I, you know, if I... Hey, Hope repeat, not, uh, hopefully, um, podcast antenna or something. Uh, oh, for all those people who have just paused it, gone off to search for podcast antenna, and, uh, then come back to this podcast, then uh, you know it's, you shouldn't have paused it. <laughs> you should have gone to my website, theappguy.co, and and, and uh, downloaded the uh, report that I have with all these apps that the guests have mentioned, uh, which you can sign up to. So um, the other thing which I'd like to do, and I'll try and squeeze this in, is that we would love an app idea from you, something that you've thought about but don't want to work on. Do you have any app ideas you're willing to share with us? If if Randy, if you haven't, that's that's fine because we have another way of of fleshing out an app idea from you. Um, to be honest, I don't. I mean, uh, at first, Norm and I thought of several other directions, but uh, we were a bit. Uh, at first, we were not so keen on going on developing to to develop an, an app. Because uh, you know it's such a crowded market, and I think it's it's really I mean it, it's hard to find a good idea that you believe in. I, I think it's it's totally possible, but uh, to be really honest, I don't have I don't have another idea for 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 a cool new app. Um, That's okay because what we do is uh, I'd like to talk through in the last few minutes the. Uh, any frustrations that you currently have in your your business and uh, maybe we can explore an idea to solve that with an app for example so if you could think back to maybe the last uh, few weeks the last month 
and think through any anything that's really frustrated you uh, and you think that can be improved and then we can flesh out this idea for a new app um i can say that one of the most things that frustrate me is uh we're trying to you know to to get as much as exposure we can over the media and uh you know we're we're approaching you know bloggers and uh, and news reporters that are into technology and things and a lot of the times, I mean, you're, you're not getting any response. And uh, I realize that these guys get, I don't know, dozens of emails a day uh, from other apps or other new startups that are looking for their attention. And in my opinion, one of the most, you know, frustrating things is like getting sometimes into these reporters or, or bloggers and you're just not getting anything, not even, you know, thanks for your time, for your email. I'll get back to you. I'll try to get back to you. Yeah, and it's a real lesson there for us, isn't it? I mean, uh, there's some lovely people online. I'm thinking of uh, somebody I've uh, had correspondence with, a guy called Pat Flynn, who does a podcast called Smart Passive Income. Uh, yeah, he probably gets 300, 400 emails a day, but he, he actively does respond to a lot of people. And yet you get these uh, journalists who, uh, I'm, uh, so, so what you're saying is you reach out to them and they, they just hear nothing back, you know, no yeah. acknowledgement. and. Yeah. I mean, I, I reached out to you, uh, which is um, the way I like to do things. And uh, yeah, I can imagine that is incredibly frustrating, especially when uh, I guess that you'll end up getting the attention of your app when it does, you know, when it, it hits the big time. And yeah. uh, and that's the, the point where you don't actually need the attention from the media. <laughs> so, you know, when you need the media is, is when it's hardest to get their attention. And when you don't need them, like for example, if you're, you're perhaps entertaining a buyout from Google, you, you get their, uh, you get their attention. So <laughs> it's a, a lose, lose. Uh, yeah, I agree. But you know, I think that, th I mean, uh, it, uh, so I've got an idea. Okay, nice. Let me, let me go with this idea then Rand, because uh, you've just sparked an idea from me. Uh, I think that we, it wouldn't it be great to have a very transparent app that, we could use to find out who are uh, the most genuine and perhaps most impactful, uh, pe pe uh, most influential uh, either journalists or influencers uh, to to um, court, to entertain, uh, to, to reach out to. And who are the ones that are actually, you know, most, uh, most willing to acknowledge, uh, you know, being reached out to and connected with? and then have some kind of scoring system. Sure, I think it's a great idea. I mean, if I try to develop that, I mean, you can you can rate them by the, the, the topics they cover. I mean, if we're looking for someone that covers new apps, uh, and maybe it would not be such a good idea to approach someone who's covering gadgets, but you know, we did not do so, such a good screening. Or for instance, maybe you'd like to approach those based on, on the likes they get or the uh, share amount of shares that they get uh, per per post on their blog. Uh, you can rate by by website. I mean, maybe you want to focus on a website that is more, for instance, in a specific geography. You know, gets better exposure in the UK rather you know in 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 Japan. And you you've built an app that is most most suitable for 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 people in Japan. So it would not maybe this is the reason is not getting back to you. So I think if maybe an idea for an app is trying to, to better map it, map this world. And, you know, for instance, 
if I want to look up, uh, I don't know, top 20 uh, app loggers out there, if I could get that service, I mean, I think it would be great. Yes. And just to put the finishing touches to it, I think uh, I was a big user of Uber, the uh, private driving service when I was living in Dubai uh, uh, over the, the, the winter this year. And one of the best features that the drivers would always, always tell me that they just loved the app for is the ability to rate the customer. So the mm. customer rates the driver and the driver rates the customer. And almost like in this media age, I think that should be a two-way street as well, where the, you know, there's some kind of rating system where the uh, maybe we're having this chat now and you have the ability then to rate me afterwards about you know the way we've dealt with each other and 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 then i rate you or something like that you know and yeah rather than all the power being kind of in the hands of the media that the individuals who uh, don't even have the courtesy to to get back to you with just a simple email yeah i think it's a great idea uh Okay, well, there you go. Uh, we always love to flesh out new ideas mm. on the show. And uh, if anyone wants to build that, you've got two buyers of that app immediately. And maybe we'll get onto your <laughs> discovery app. So, <laughs> Ran. So, Ran, we're bringing this to an end now. We have overrun. I'm sorry about that. But what uh, are, what's the best way of reaching out and connecting with you? Uh, the best way, first of all, through, through our website. Uh, we, we have uh, our LinkedIn profiles connected there. We have a place where you can uh, write to us. Uh, our email is info at uh, things.me. You can leave us a message. You can send us an email. Uh, you know, we're, we're highly responsive. We're open and, and keen to get any feedback, any, even if it's a negative, uh, you know, uh, even if you have suggestions to, to improve our app, this is probably the best. If, if you love our apps, and I mean, we'd love to hear that as well. Any idea, any recommendation, you know, bringing into our attention great new apps you know and use. I think it would be a good idea to recommend them. I mean, any feedback from our users, we'd be, we'd be thrilled to get them. And, uh, you know, we're actually building, I mean, the way we see it, something for, to make, uh, I don't know, our world a better place in, in, in a tiny bit. So if we can get reactions, feedbacks, I mean, anything, we would be really thrilled and, and happy to get them and, and, and be in touch, you know, uh, with everybody who approaches us. Well, I just want to, we always like to give back. I mean, it's one of the biggest lessons I've learned from this podcast is to give back. So I want to just now challenge the Abster tribe listening to go and find a, a journalist, someone of influence in the tech world or any uh, any influential uh, person who could use your app and get that journalist to email you. <laughs> and uh, we'll just test to see if you uh, actually do reply or if you ignore them. <laughs> Maybe it will be uh, quite nice to just ignore the journalist's response. Believe, no, no way, no way. And, uh, believe me, we we do our best and get back to everybody who approaches us. Well, that's the thing, isn't it, Ran? You know, as entrepreneurs, uh, and I can get the sense of this from you, is that you you work incredibly hard, uh, and yet you do have like a, a principle and ethical stance on. Uh, how you deal with other people and uh, I just you know I just think you're a great entrepreneur I'm so thankful that you joined me on the app guy podcast and uh, if there's anything we can do to help as as a listener base or as a podcast then please just let us know if if you know if listeners would like to to download our app it would be I mean I think for us it would be the best reward 
uh, and we really like that. I mean, we're, we're doing our best to, to expand our user base, as I said, and it was really great being on your show. Uh, I really love your podcast. And uh, from now on, uh, believe me, we, we, we've, we, we've spread the word to everybody we know, uh, both on previous podcasts and naturally in future ones. And uh, I'd like to thank you again for, for having me on your show. Ryan, it was all, all the pleasure was all ours. So thank you so much. Uh, all the best to you. Sure, sure. You too. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. If you want to be a guest on the show or suggest someone, then please send an email to info at onemob.com. The App Guy Podcast.